Revolution. It's the Kevin McCullough Show. We're so glad you're with us from New York in the shadow of the Freedom Tower and uh, every day coming to you to discuss the important things in this life, like uh, what freedom really means and looks like. And on today's uh, broadcast, no exception, the uh, debate over what's going on in Ferguson, Missouri. Is it another powder keg that is going to light up our front pages and top of uh, top of our newscasts? Uh, that's what the president tried to stay off today uh, in a uh, in making a statement from Martha's Vineyard. Will it work? We'll take your calls before we're all done. Stay with us. The Musclehead Revolution. Kevin, I like you. Musclehead is better than bonehead. With me tonight is Kevin McCullough. With us now, syndicated columnist Kevin McCullough. Joining us now, Kevin McCullough, who blogs at townhall.com. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The author of Musclehead Revolution. Overturning liberalism with common sense thinking. Calling on listeners from across the country to fight back. You're like a man. You take the wealth. You musclehead. The Musclehead Revolution. Uh, Kevin McCullough is my name. My phone number is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. We like to keep you up to speed on what's going on in the news. And uh, moments ago, uh, the president spoke about what was going on in Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, we'll bring you some of those comments. Uh, I, there's some interesting things being said about the Ferguson, Missouri case. Uh, on Twitter today, I got uh, taken to task uh, someone who believes they're equally complimentary and kind of uh, nagatory. I think that's a word, but nagatory uh, towards me uh, uh, said, uh, hey, Kev, how come you're not taking you know uh, the uh, people in Ferguson to task? Don't you understand that constitutional rights are being trampled there? And I, I don't know that constitutional rights are being trampled. I know that a gas station was burned down and that uh, a Taco Bell is no longer standing because of some people's actions. And I know that there's an investigation into the death of a young uh, unarmed teenager and how that came about. But I don't know for a fact that, uh, that there is uh, a lot of constitutional right trampling currently taking place. We will find out. There will be investigations. But the president addressed that with some comments. I'll come back to those in uh, just a bit. But I do want to get to some other things that are on the top of the plate today. We have the president uh, saying that there's really no need to uh, go any deeper into the um, the humanitarian uh, issues into Iraq, so he's he's put, kind of calling to a halt the um, the any idea of advancing the uh, issues any further. And there's some talking heads uh, chatting about that today. Uh, is it the right time to say that, et cetera, et cetera? It seems like in his comments when he made the announcement moments ago in Martha's Vineyard, the real the real point he wanted to make was is that uh, we're not putting any boots on the ground. If we'd expanded the humanitarian effort there, we might have had to put some boots on the ground, and so we're not going to do that. Um, it, it's interesting that he says that because I want to I want to read you uh, some concerns uh, by someone else that you may have never heard of. His name is Ali Kedri. Now, Ali Kedri. Uh, knows the Middle East, and he knows Iraq in particular quite well. 
Uh, he worked with the U.S. State Department and the Defense Department. He was the longest-serving American official in Iraq from 2003 to 2009. And he served as the special assistant to five separate U.S. ambassadors and senior advisors to three commanders of U.S. CENTCOM. So that means when you had, uh, uh, when you had uh, the different generals that were running CENTCOM, Central Command, uh, he was a primary advisor to them. When he had five U.S. ambassadors serving in Iraq, he he was um, an advisor to them. Uh, different presidents now that have served in Iraq, he's he's advised different ones. So you're talking about a guy that's been there for a long time, seen a lot, and knows it kind of from the ground up. His um, he he made some interesting observations in a piece in Politico that I, I just want to bring to your attention. He said the of the terrorists in Iraq, and these are some of his thoughts, uh, they are coming and that another 9-11 is imminent unless we act decisively and quickly. Acting that decisively and quickly. We'll pick up from there when we come back. This is the Kevin McCullough Show. Stay with us. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and i got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? In fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story. So I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the broadcast, that a number of weeks ago, I got my first pillow from my pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of my pillow, uh, had, out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life, spent once, when he was 16 years of age, his entire paycheck buying the most expensive pillow that he could find. And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat, and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first my pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. This doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging, and I put it on my bed, and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later, and as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night, for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe in what this pillow does in my life, I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it'll do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641, and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin, Mary, Charlie, KMC, KMC promo code, 
And when you call 800-506-2641, or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. MyPillow.com, and on checkout, use promo code KMC. But I will tell you, they warranty the pillow for 10 years. Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. Color Show is brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code KMC, to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. They are coming, and another 9-11 is imminent unless we act decisively and quickly, he says. He says uh, the Islamic State represents, in fact, the most virulent form of transnational jihad the planet has ever seen. Now, the planet has seen a good number of different versions of jihad. He's saying this is uh, the most virulent, the most vile, the, the most violent, the most despised. This is what the Islamic State represents. He says, by referring to them, as the White House did, as the JV team, junior varsity, because everything to this president is like uh, a high school basketball analogy, I guess. Uh, by referring to them as the JV team and by sitting back and watching them rise over the three years, despite the genocide in Syria, by watching former Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri Maliki's uh, uh, sectarian policies create an environment where uh, the Islamic State could again come into Iraq and then by doing nothing about it for months now, despite repeated warnings from the intelligence community, what's happened now is the cancer has metastasized and we have a major problem on our hands. And he says, ISIS is coming, and another 9-11 is imminent, unless we act decisively and quickly. This is a guy that advised five different U.S. ambassadors, three different commanders of sent command, was an advisor to the U.S. State Department and Defense Departments under two different presidents, Bush and Obama. You can't just dismiss that out of hand, in my opinion. In my opinion, when somebody says, when somebody like that says something like that, you need to pay attention. And it's interesting because I was watching some of the um, some of the uh, talking heads uh, talking about in, in anticipation of what he was going to say in his statement today, uh, and some of them were were uh, referring to the point that here you have uh, a president who kind of just doesn't want to believe that what is going on in Iraq could in fact happen. He just doesn't really want to bother himself with the idea that this could actually be true. And the problem is now it's far too late to prevent what is now coming in there. We're, we're going to have to deal with this uh, tangled web of very bad people doing very bad things to the rest of the human race. And it seems as though the White House is willing to lead from behind. I hope that that is not, in fact, the case. I hope it's not. Uh, one other international story I wanted to get to, and then I'm going to turn, uh, turn attention to something else. If I got everything here, let me just see if I uh, did get everything in I wanted to. Well, we can talk about, I want to talk about Ferguson. We'll talk about Ferguson. Uh, but before I get to that, 
Um, there's a story in the Jerusalem Post today that references something that we just did that I'm not sure that uh, most of us know about. Amid diplomatic tensions between President Obama's administration and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, the U.S. halted a ship of air-to-ground missiles to Israel last month during the Gaza conflict. A senior Obama administration official was quoted in the report as saying the decision to scrutinize future transfers at the highest levels amounted to the United States saying, the buck stops here, wait a second, it's not okay anymore. CBS News said uh, Israel and Hamas agreed to extend a temporary ceasefire for five days. Egyptian and Palestinian officials said Wednesday, potentially averting renewed violence and permitting the sides to continue to negotiate a substantive uh, substantive deal uh, to end the war in Gaza. Disputes over the conduct of Israel's recent offensive in the Gaza Strip have left the Obama administration with little influence over the Netanyahu government and kept the U.S. largely on the sidelines as Egypt attempts to negotiate a long-term truce between them according to the report. But we we had a, a shipment of weapons that the Israelis had paid for. We had a contract with them. We supply some of their weaponry that they defend themselves with, and we just didn't send it because we thought we could force Israel's hand into not responding in their own defense. Why isn't that a top story across every news channel today? Things that should be top of the news headlines, but that aren't. KMC has a way of digging beneath the uh, headlines and finding these things. Anyway, um, glad to uh, glad to bring that to your attention. And then uh, my my friend Todd Starnes over at uh, Fox News. I love the fact that he just you know like a dog on a bone. He just doesn't let go of stuff. Did you hear about the Georgia town whose uh, football team and school district got a uh, letter from an uh, from an atheist group? Um, from out of town, the American Humanist Association sent a letter to people in Gainesville, Georgia, that they had to stop uh, praying uh, as a team with the coaches before football games. And they gathered uh, um, and they said, uh, you know, any verses that are used in the athletic program, and if you've got verses up in the locker room and so forth, you've got to get rid of all of those things. And so instead of politely doing what the American Humanist Association told them they had to do because the uh, the letter was demanding that the football coaching staff stop participating in team prayers and remove all biblical references and religious messages from team documents so he can't send an email to the players saying um you know let's 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 go uh, get them uh and um you know let's honor god and how we play you can't say stuff like that if you follow the demands of this atheist group Anyway, uh, to the best of anyone's knowledge around Gainesville proper, no one associated with the football team had a problem with the voluntary prayers. The atheists being outside the town of Gainesville said they were acting on a single complaint that came from the area. Uh, Then the atheists apparently went undercover to photograph coaches engaged in what they considered to be unseemly and unconstitutional behavior. Uh, we have received reports that CHS coaches have joined players in prayer while standing in a circle, hands interlocked. The atheists breathlessly reported in their letter to the Hall County School District. Oh, my goodness. The coaches were standing in the middle of the circle while the kids prayed. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, so here's what happened. They got this letter, and the people of Gainesville said, uh, "Hey, we we have a the chat the chasta the the chastity high school football program chastity high school isn't that interesting?" Um, but here's what they decided to do: instead of giving in to the demands of the atheists, there were a whole bunch of parents that got together along with some of the uh, football players and decided to um and and decided to uh, get out on the middle of the football field and decided to uh pray anyway and they said you know what we're going to uh we're we're going to gather here and we're going to lock hands and we're going to pray even more and friends that's exactly what should be the case when you are in a situation where your rights as um, a, an American are being limited, your right to free speech and your right to uh, express yourself and your faith. Um, the only solution to that, when people attempt to choke that right from you, is to speak louder, to speak more directly, to practice your faith more um, vibrantly to deepen your commitment to the very freedoms that they're trying to choke out of you. Because here's what, ha- here's what happened, friends. If they are successful, you will not be the last victim. If they can get you to relinquish your rights, then they will move to the next and the next and the next and the ne- until the entire world operates the way they believe that they should. And, and who thinks that's a good idea at the end of the day? Uh, we'll we'll have more to say on this as we go through the broadcast. Thank you for being with us, Kevin McCullough, every single day at the same time. And you know that we are in the throes of doing everything that we can to try to help children that uh, are going to go 72 hours without food. Who, who are these children, Kev? Uh, they're called orphans. You know there's more than 60 million orphans in the world today? And they go, on average, about three days in between anything resembling a nutritious meal. Uh, that's why they die. So often. In fact, in the next 60 minutes, another 40 will perish. And I, I just, this is uh, some, something that started bothering me a few years ago. It's one of the reasons why the listeners to this broadcast have been encouraged and have responded to that encouragement to help feed more than 10,000 orphans and rescue and save their lives. How do we do that? With our good work uh, and the good friends at Food for Orphans. They are uh, doing amazing work with orphans uh, in every corner of the globe. And what we are seeing right now is a tremendous need. They have more need this year than they have had in many years. So here's how simple it is. Can you pull a quarter out of your pocket? That's what it costs to feed an orphan, a quarter. Could you do one day of feeding for a year? That's $92. That's how simple it is. Will you go to the website, see for yourself what good you can affect? And join literally the tens of thousands of people that have rescued a child in the last two years with us. It's uh, domuchgood.com. It's a simple website to remember, isn't it? Domuchgood.com. But when you go, uh, get ready. Help an orphan. Help 10 if you can. Uh, Help uh, just one. Whatever you can do in between. Uh, In the McCullough House, we, we try to help one orphan a month. So that's about 12 per year that we're able to do. But $92 will feed and save that child and give that life-sustaining uh, biotics, vitamins, minerals as well. 
DoMuchGood.com. Go and see for yourself how you can make a difference. DoMuchGood.com. That's DoMuchGood.com. Kevin McCullough coming right back on The Kevin McCullough Show. Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. eHarmony.com founder Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com. And I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members every day. Go to eHarmony.com. And get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. From great suffering came a solution. Communities. Serene, beautiful places where disorder became harmony. In a world where God, free will, and love were outlawed. Our people chose to do away with emotions. Those morning injections take them away. One person would learn the truth. Hello, my name. I know who you are. Who are you? The giver. When the elders need guidance, I provide wisdom using memories of the past. Secrets would be revealed. The way things look and the way things are are very different the young and the old are killed for the good of all of us they haven't eliminated murder they just called by a different name to save his world and the child who held the future he had to risk his life you can stop this you can change things jonas has become dangerous to restore what had been lost With love comes faith based on the worldwide best-selling book meryl streep jeff bridges the giver rated pg-13 parents strongly cautioned in theaters august 15th more information at Walden. The Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. 
Kevin McCullough is my name, 888-589-8840. Moments before we hit airwaves uh, today, uh, the president was speaking in uh, a press conference from uh, the uh, land of Martha's Vineyard, and uh, this is what he said in comments related to the crisis currently going on in Ferguson, Missouri. Take a listen. I know that many Americans have been deeply disturbed by the images we've seen in the heartland of our country as police have clashed with people protesting. Uh, Today, I'd like us all to take a step back and think about how we're going to be moving forward. Uh, This morning, I received a thorough update on the situation from Attorney General Eric Holder, who's been following it uh, and been in communication with his team. Uh, I've already tasked the Department of Justice and the FBI to independently investigate the death of Michael Brown, along with Uh, local officials on the ground. The Department of Justice is also consulting with local authorities about ways that they can maintain public safety without restricting the right of peaceful protest and uh, while avoiding unnecessary escalation. I made clear to the Attorney General that we should do what is necessary to help determine exactly what happened and to see that justice is done. I also just spoke with Governor Jay Nixon of Missouri. I expressed my concern over the violent turn uh, that events have taken on the ground and underscored that now is the time for all of us to reflect on what's happened and to find a way to come together going forward. Uh, He is going to be traveling to Ferguson. Uh, uh, He is a uh, good man and uh, a fine governor, and uh, I'm confident that working together uh, he's going to be able to communicate uh, his desire to make sure that justice is done and his desire to make sure that public safety is Uh, maintained in an appropriate way. Of course, it's important to remember how this started. Uh, We lost a young man, Michael Brown, in uh, heartbreaking and tragic circumstances. He was 18 years old. Uh, His family will never hold uh, Michael in their arms again. And when something like this happens, uh, the local authorities, including the police, have a responsibility to be open and transparent about how they are investigating that death and how they are protecting the people in their communities. There is never an excuse for violence against police or for those who would use this tragedy as a cover for vandalism or looting. There's also no excuse for police to use excessive force against peaceful protests or to throw protesters in jail for lawfully exercising their First Amendment rights. And here in the United States of America, police should not be bullying or arresting journalists who are just trying to do their jobs and report to the American people on what they see on the ground. Uh, Put simply, we all need to hold ourselves to a high standard, uh, particularly those of us in positions of authority. Uh, I know that emotions are raw right now in Ferguson, uh, and there are certainly passionate differences about what has happened. Uh, There are going to be different accounts of how this tragedy occurred. There are going to be differences in terms of what needs to happen going forward. Uh, That's part of our democracy. But let's remember that we're all part of one American family. Uh, We are united in common values, and that includes belief uh, in equality under the law, a basic respect for public order, and the right to uh, peaceful public protest, a reverence for the dignity of every single man, woman, and child among us, uh, and uh, the need for uh, accountability when it comes to our government. So uh, now's the time for healing. Now's the time for peace and calm on the streets of Ferguson. Uh, Now is the time for an open and transparent process to see that justice is done. 
and I've asked that the Attorney General and the U.S. Attorney on the scene uh, continue to work with local officials uh, to move that process forward. Uh, All right, so uh, that's basically uh, the uh, the of what uh, the president has asked to be done. Uh, He's going to open up FBI and Justice Department investigations into the shooting. Now, having said all of that, that will now make, I think, four total investigations going on into the death of one Michael Brown, the uh, teenager that was uh, allegedly unarmed uh, and shot, uh, depending on who you talk to, for illegitimate reasons uh, in the uh, St. Louis suburb of Ferguson, Missouri, the other night. Now, here's what I want to focus on. Um, if you have four investigations going on into the death of this teenager, uh, the local police, the state of Missouri, the FBI, and the Justice Department, my guess is uh, you're going to get uh, a, a, a good understanding of what happened surrounding that shooting. If we let that process proceed as as those four independent investigations should proceed uh two of them being the fbi and the justice department come from outside the region if you're really wanting objectivity and you're really wanting uh you know not people that are associated with the case on either side of it you you know you're gonna you're gonna get that some people are gonna say local investigations won't get it done uh but at the same time they may turn up evidence, actual evidence, that uh, the FBI or somebody else has uh, missed. So I think the fact that you have four different groups independently investigating this, I think at the very minimum, the people of Ferguson, Missouri, will will be able to obtain a narrative that will, will kind of cut across in its similarities. They'll, they'll all turn over the same kind of ideas. And if they have differences, they'll be able to mitigate those one against the other and see which ones are are, you know, worth noting and which ones aren't and, you know, et cetera. But the nice thing about four different investigations is you'll see trends. There will be things that will stand out. There will be, there will be um, pieces of evidence that will say this is, this is consistent and all four investigations turned this up. Therefore, you're going to be able to draw a great deal of conclusions uh, based on four investigations going together. Having said that, Sort of the purpose of what the president said, at least this was how I interpreted it, and as I'm listening to uh, talk radio during the day, as I'm seeing on the uh, news channels, as I'm witnessing and uh, people that I'm speaking with or hear, overhearing conversations on the subways, etc., uh, the more immediate issue in Ferguson right now has been the response to the shooting. And... Just about an hour before his showtime, uh, some unnamed cowardly person that doesn't want to know, doesn't want to reveal who they are, has been assaulting me on Twitter, uh, asking, pelting me, saying, why, uh, why don't you believe in justice? Well, why don't you uh, advocate for justice in Ferguson? Well, why aren't you, uh, what are you, racist? Do you not like black people? I mean, these are these are some of the accusations and questions that this uh, Twitter file has been, uh, you know, coming after me with. And so I tried to respond as appropriately as I could in each one. But it, here's here's the part that I think really infuriated and, and didn't necessarily sit well. See, I don't know why when there is a uh, shooting 
when there is a um, when there is something that takes place that uh, may or may not indicate bad behavior by authorities of some sort. I I don't understand why the default position has in recent months or years been the legitimization of vandalism, of anarchy, of the uh, right to say, well, we we can do whatever we want and you can't uh, do anything about it because we're mad because uh, one of our kids got shot. Um, the, one of the accusations that the person made to me was, you know, if this was a bunch of white Christians, you'd, you'd be screaming all about it on the air. And I said, well, what is, what does the color have anything to do with it? Given the fact that I've, I've also advocated for the Christians of South Sudan who are universally black and the woman like Miriam Ibrahim, who is a woman of color and, and others that are, to me, the color does not matter. The issue is the justice. And if we, if it turns out, for whatever reason, that there ended up being something that Michael Brown did or did not do that led Ferguson police to believe that he either had a gun or was about to do something to them, we need to know what that was. That should be made part of the record. We should, we should have access to the facts. Equally... If a police officer did something that was against protocol, law, or just good governing practices of police work, we need to have that revealed. And that's why I'm okay with letting investigations go forward. I'm okay with letting investigations do the work that an investigation is supposed to do. What I'm not okay with are people acting like animals because they feel entitled to do whatever they want when they get angry. Now, if we get to the end of the investigation, and there's a piece of evidence that shows that a white police officer specifically didn't do something or did do something that he wasn't allowed to do or didn't do something that he should have done, and that in cold blood he took this kid's life, then I will scream on the air for justice for that police officer. He should be locked up. He should be taken away, thrown, you know, thrown in prison, do whatever it is that they're supposed to do, because that's what justice demands. But it doesn't have anything to do with getting my feelings hurt because I'm a white guy or because people that are bringing accusations against that police officer, and we don't even know who the police officer is. He could be African-American. It's a very small town. There is not a high percentage of African Americans on the uh, squad, but they have not released the identity publicly of the uh, officer that was involved in the shooting yet. So we don't know. But there are large, large, large leaps of assumption that people like Al Sharpton, who's already pulled his limousine up down there, stepped out in his uh, $500 a pair Gucci's, and walked around with his uh, $2,000 sunglasses. The Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC, to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. From great suffering came a solution. Communities. Serene, beautiful places where disorder became harmony. In a world where God, free will, and love were outlawed. Our people chose to do away with emotions. Those morning injections take them away. One person would learn the truth.
truth. Hello, my name. I know who you are. Who are you? The giver. When the elders need guidance, I provide wisdom using memories of the past. Secrets would be revealed. The way things look and the way things are are very different. The young and the old are killed. For the good of all of us. They haven't eliminated murder. They just called by a different name. To save his world and the child who held the future, he had to risk his life. You can stop this. You can change things. Jonas has become dangerous. To restore what had been lost. With love comes faith. Based on the worldwide best-selling book, Meryl Streep, Jeff Bridges, The Giver. Rated PG-13. Parents strongly cautioned. In theaters August 15th. More information at Walden.com. Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. It's Kevin McCullough. You know, my business partner, Stephen Baldwin, has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule, and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John 10.10. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but he also wants to give us abundant life, exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health, more time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online? thislifenow.net thislifenow.net or 844-592-5433 that's 844-592-5433 providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form that's thislifenow.net Kevin McCullough is my name. My phone number is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. And I want to take your calls. We're talking about Ferguson, and we're talking about the larger issue of uh, response to uh, questionable circumstances. Uh, in Ferguson, there's now going to be four ongoing investigations, four different groups looking into the death of Mr. Michael Brown, the 18-year-old that uh, people say was unarmed, uh, that was shot and killed early this week by police. The um, the community there has had violence every night. Every night since the shooting, they have had violence in uh, in some section of the town of Ferguson every single night since the the shooting that uh, that, that took his life. And in some of those instances, they've had looting. They've had uh, a gas station burned to the ground. They've had a, a Taco Bell all but ruined. Um, people have criticized me for not being more vocal on this just yet, but you know, what, what am I, what am I to be vocal about? We're, we're waiting for the information on what happened in the death of the son, but 
there's nothing but unilateral condemnation deserved for the protests that have gone on since then. Because you don't protest that way. That is not how Dr. Michael, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. protested. And he would be sickened to his stomach to see uh, African-American youths, you know, vandalizing gas stations and burning them down and robbing Taco Bells and taking things that don't belong to it. That, that, that has nothing to do with the issue of civil rights, and it shouldn't. It doesn't matter how angry you think you're allowed to get. You don't have the right to destroy other people's lives, especially when there has been no verdict, especially when the, the last chapter has not been written. Oh, Kev, you don't understand. There's been such a, a put down of all the things over the years. And here, you, you know, you're just defending the police. I didn't say I'm defending the police. I want justice to come out of the investigation. I want I want us to know the facts and to understand them and to be and to have them explained plainly and transparently. And if there's wrongdoing on any part, I want everybody that did the wrong to be dealt with uh, according to the law. I want them to put the police officer in jail if he shot him uh, wrongfully. But we don't know the facts. They are, they are uncovering the facts. They are working diligently to do that. Let's just calm down and stop vandalizing and criminalizing uh, the community that is now suffering, should be in mourning, is now uh, suffering from the, uh, vandal, uh, you know, the, the vandalism that's been taking place and the violence ever since then. 888-589-8840. Okay, enough of me. Let's talk to you. Rob is in Virginia. Hi, Rob. You're up first. Kevin McCulloch, glad to have you. Oh, hey, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, my goodness, Kevin. I'll tell you what. I've been praying. And second of all, I just want to say thanks for taking my phone call two days in a row. I know your call screener said I had to wait two weeks. <laughs> I apologize about that. Um, but anyways, um, you know, I was listening to the uh, our local uh, AM station. They run Fox News uh, every morning. And I was listening, and... Uh, the officer in question about the shooting uh, was taken to a uh, medical center, and obviously they said he was treated. Uh, his face was badly, uh, you know, uh, beaten or whatever. And uh, and I heard that uh, he was thrown up against a squad car and uh, everything. I, and that's what I heard now. Uh, this is just one of the many testimonies, of course, that I've heard so forth. I also heard the testimony of him how he was surrendering, how he raised his hands, and, you know, and apparently... Okay, Rob, I'm not here to debate the merits of the, of, the, of the Michael Brown case because that's what the investigations will do. What I want to talk about is, the, is how the rest of the uh, universe responds while we wait for those investigations to take place. I don't know the way they're handling it down there. It's very badly, I will say that, because I don't agree with what they're doing as far as looting and destroying people's property. And uh, that's that's awful. And what is law enforce uh, law enforcement supposed to do if that's the extent of the uh, uh, of the expression that the other side is giving out? I mean, uh, I, you know, I heard some audio as well today where they you know they gave a warning and then they did the uh, the ear piercing uh, whatever they call that the the real uh, high pitched uh, loud sounds the the sonic stuff that they try to disperse crowds with. Uh, and and I'm sitting there going, what other options do they have? I mean, how, how do you, if you've got people that are uh, determined to 
uh, create a nuisance and, and, and distraction and maybe destroy property and, and so forth, how else do you, you bring that to an end? And you want to do it as, as least violently as possible. 888-589-8840. Let's go to Terry in Louisiana. Hi, Terry. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Hey, Kevin. Thank you. I can talk about either of your topics. You kind of switched on me fast. You were talking about the coach that got the atheist on me. I briefly mentioned I, him, yes. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on – well, whatever you want to comment on. Go ahead. I have a brief comment on that. I'd like to comment on Ferguson after that since you're on that topic. Okay. But the main thing is that the, the Constitution is being ignored entirely in all these cases with the atheist. They – don't read it literally, and neither does anybody else, because the First Amendment says Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion. That doesn't mean coaches or states or individuals or even small governments. Congress, the U.S. Congress, is the only one responsible and the only one restricted from establishing a religion. Right. So they turn it completely around, and they get away with it and just frustrates me to death. So I would recommend that the coach get out well, and they do and that. They do that based on this false notion of what separation of church and state re- it's, means, it's, and it, it's really it's really a total uh, straw man. There's nothing there. There's no not there there. It's not even a law. That's correct. It, yeah. it, it, the separation is not even a law, and they said they violate all the time. Even Fox gets it wrong with that terminology. They Let do sometimes. Real quick about Ferguson. I have a yes. quick comment about that. I I think that Eric Holder should bear almost all of the responsibility for those riots going on. Because back in the Zimmerman case, he would not prosecute five Black Panthers that got on national TV and put out a contract for Zimmerman, which is a felony in any case, but Eric Holder would not prosecute him. Don't you think that a lot of these people think they can loot stores and ride and tear up neighborhoods with impunity if they're black? Well, it's not. Well, and I'm not going to go so far as to say um, that it's only because they're black, because there are many, many African-Americans that don't buy into that philosophy whatsoever. So, again, the determination uh, by the color of their skin has nothing to do with it. But the determination of their character is what is being examined. It's not the color of their skin that's being examined. It's the content of their character. And if you have uh, the Chicago way quote-unquote, represented in this uh, administration, in which uh, you have abject lawlessness that is regularly invoked uh, to do things from celebrate things like an NBA championship to object to something that you see uh, on the news, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this is is very much in the uh, wheelhouse of of what the Chicago way has been often uh, dubbed about. And and you've you've got people... Uh, you've got you do have people that that seem to look the other direction, uh, like Mr. Holder. And it wasn't just in the uh, Zimmerman case. In the uh, when he came to office, the previous uh, Justice Department had convicted Black Panthers of intimidating voters outside of ballot uh, locations uh, in Philadelphia, and they showed evidence, and they had tape, and they uh, so and he undid the prosecution. He went and, and reversed the prosecution. So that the case uh, was as though it had never been brought. And they had a deal to get a conviction. It just, yeah, I, I do think that that mindset is uh, playing into this on some level. I can get away with more because I have the same kind of philosophy and feelings about law that they do. And that is I only have to obey the laws I want to. Has nothing to do with the color of the skin. Has everything to do with the content of someone's heart. Let's talk to George in Missouri. Hi, George. You're next with uh, Kevin McCullough. Glad you're here. Yeah, I thought it was. How you doing, Kevin? Good. I, I thought it was really kind of rhetorical that our president, their president, um, he says we have to have them hold to a higher standard. I'm like, really? Them hold to a higher standard? 
How about you get held to a higher standard? You and all your staff get held to a higher standard. And these people, you know, look at what happened. I mean, just because somebody gets murdered, white people get murdered all the time. And when they get murdered, we don't go over there and and, and blow, blow down the other business owners' uh, buildings and stuff like that. Well, actually, George, and let me just uh, kindly, I'm not meaning to be mean about this, but let me kindly correct you. White people don't get murdered nearly to the same degree and rate that black people do. Uh, and black people are overwhelmingly murdered by fellow black people. Uh, th- this is what the statistics show. Uh, the most dangerous uh you know, place to be for a young black male uh, is in the presence of other black males who are in another gang. Uh, the 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 gun violence in the inner city, which which if you really want to talk about gun violence and uh, you know, because we 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 do have you know a, a, a holy cow when uh, there's a school that is shot up when there's other, but there are people shooting things up on the south side of Chicago on the west side of Philly in the Bronx and Brooklyn almost every day. And the media largely ignores it. There were 500 people that died in Chicago last year, plus 500 plus that were that were just cold, cold blooded killing, just just murders. And you didn't see that, you know, touted on the evening news and they didn't. talk. But that's imagine if you had, you know, a, a school shooting where 500 people died. Uh, guns would have to be banned and, and we'd have to, you know, string up every single person that had any form of mental illness and all the rest of it. Gun violence and gun violent deaths are one of the uh, lowest uh, ranking uh, forms of death for every community outside of young black men. Which which doesn't uh, refute your theory, George. It actually reinforces it. There is something being misformed in the formation of young men's character that are coming from certain neighborhoods and that are engaged in certain types of activities. What would Dr. King say if he was with us today? If he was present and watched this lawlessness, what would Dr. King say? I know one thing he would believe in, helping an orphan who can't feed themselves. DoMuchGood.com, $92 will save a child's life for the whole year of 2015. Will you be part of the, of the team that helps them? dumuchgood.com. Join us at dumuchgood.com. The Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and i got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? So in fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story. So I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the uh, broadcast, that a number of weeks ago, I got my first pillow from my pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of my pillow, uh, had out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life spent once when he was 16 years of age his entire paycheck buying the most expensive pillow that he could find 
And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat, and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first my pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. This doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging, and I put it on my bed, and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later, and as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night, for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe in what this pillow does in my life. I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it'll do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641-1-800-506-2641-1-800-506-2641 and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin Mary Charlie KMC, KMC promo code. And when you call 800-506-2641, or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. MyPillow.com. And on checkout, use promo code KMC. But I will tell you, they warranty the pillow for 10 years. Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC. We can have all the pious press conferences we want from our uh, vacations to Martha's Vineyard. The vacation while the world burns uh, vacation. We can have all the pious little press conferences and make comments about transparency and all the rest of it. But we're not a nation that takes seriously the need to reform how character is being formed in the hearts of young black men. And oh, by the way, as the father of one, I'm refusing to participate in those trends. So everybody that's already at the desk trying to write racist email to me and tell me how much I hate black people, you can just uh, stick it. Because here's the thing. I live what I'm saying. And my son, who has darker skin than most uh, African Americans because he came from uh, Haiti and had... um, you know, just really great. I'm actually jealous of his skin. When we go out, he never burns. I turn red in 10 minutes. But because he is both uh, a special needs challenged and uh, comes from a very difficult background through adoption into the U.S. and into our family, I have never allowed him for an instance to pretend the rules do not apply to him. I have never allowed him for an instance believe that he should have preference in job hiring or in any other type of uh, situation simply because he's black. Because to do so, to, to do things for his favor on the basis of the color of his skin is to reinforce every 
ounce of garbage that is being taught right now about affirmative action and about how uh, victimization through the generation should continue so that you can have set-asides by government that somehow seems to uh, uh, never fix the problem, but it certainly makes certain people very empowered politically. This homie don't play that. We're not down with any of that in our house. So when my son comes and says, I want to do this, I say, okay, let's, let's give it every ounce of effort that we have, and let's try all we can to, uh, to make that happen, to accomplish that. And every time he accomplishes, that's another notch in his belt that says, I didn't need the government or some other program to come to me and to try to help me figure this out. I did it on my own. And as a result, even though he is a child that struggles with special needs and even though he, he is uh, uh, a young black male in America today, you'd be amazed at the sense of confidence that he has. He is not the world's victim, and he, he will never be allowed to be as long as he's uh, part of our family. 888-589-8840. Rachel is in Texas. Hi, Rachel. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Glad you're here. Hi, Kevin. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I am just, this president infuriates me, and I don't understand why the government is sending in people to investigate this when the local um, police should be doing it. Well, they are, but here's part of the problem for that, Rachel, and I'll just, I'll just cut to the chase on it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's 53 people on the uh, police force, and three of them are African American in a, in a town that is 67% African American. Okay, so this is why sense. we can't draw conclusions right away. This is why we have to let facts establish. We have to let everything go through the grid of examination, and we have to let the truth come out. And that's why I'm not afraid. If a, if a police officer did something bad, then that police officer should be dealt with. But here's the secret. It doesn't make all police officers untrustworthy. It doesn't make all police departments uh, untrustworthy. It doesn't in any way invalidate the need for good policing in our communities. And whatever else that the rhetoric may try to blow up around this, if somebody did wrong, punish them. But don't go loot and burn down stores because you're mad. Let the process be what it needs to be. Let truth come out. Let justice at least be attempted before you decide to set the world on fire. That's my only uh, plea this afternoon. And I hope that it helps. Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC. To get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com.